0: Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Thank you for spending some time with us. Today on the program, Greg Patton is here to share from God's Word, and we have an exciting announcement about a brand new resource. Our fall virtual prophecy conference just finished up a few days ago. The entire conference is now available on DVD. The speakers include Billy Crone, Bill Federer, Larry Stamm, Rob Linstead, Michael Hoggard, James Collins, Eric Barger, Michael Samuel Smith, and our very own Larry Spargimino. All these speakers, all the teaching sessions, all on DVD. Get the complete Fall Virtual Prophecy Conference DVD set today for a gift of $50 or more when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can always order online as well, swrc.com. Watchman on the Wall is here to bring clarity to the chaos. One of the ways we do that is through our website, swrc.com. There, you can get the latest prophecy resources, sign up for conferences, tours to the Middle East, and our free e-newsletter. Subscribe to our podcast, Listen to archive programs, and read the latest articles posted there by our Bible teachers. It's really a wealth of information and encouragement, all designed to help you make sense of the world around you. Check it out, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Our special thank you gift during the month of November is a specially designed Christmas ornament. Watchman on the Wall is proud to present our die-cut, etched Christmas tree ornament. The ornament features our classic logo of the Watchman on the Wall blowing the shofar. Our motto, God is still on the throne and prayer changes things, is engraved across the top of the ornament. Every ornament is a true piece of heritage and craftsmanship, which you'll enjoy this Christmas and for years to come. Get your Watchman on the Wall Christmas ornament for a gift of $100 or more when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order online swrc.com. Speaking of Christmas, be sure and stock up at swrc.com. There you'll find hundreds of books and DVDs that teach inspire and encourage over 800 items including resources by Billy Crone, Tom Horn, Jonathan Kahn, Larry Stam, Michael Hoggard, James Collins, Larry Sparjamino, and many, many more. swrc.com. All orders over $100 will receive free shipping. So stock up today. swrc.com. That's swrc Com. And friends, when you support this ministry by ordering a book, DVD, or even a Christmas ornament, you're helping to bring clarity to the chaos. Thank you. Author, pastor, and true godly communicator Greg Patton is here with some thoughtful words that we all need today.
1: Well, I want to talk to you today about the commandment I put together at the cross a few years ago. I call it our 11th commandment, thou shall not whine. I'll read something to you here. You tell me, what do these things have in common? Brain injury, deafness, blindness, a chronic illness, an eating disorder, insomnia, speech difficulties, Alzheimer's, some form of dementia. We could add to this, you can. What do these things have in common? They are all different types of disabilities. Now, as we age, I'm there. These disabilities creep up on us and prevent us from doing the many things that we enjoyed when we were younger. The list here is just a few of the many types of disabilities, but you know, there's one thing that's not on the list here. Thus, the 11th commandment It's the most elusive and most destructive disability of all. It's called self-pity. When we get older, it seems like almost every joint is aching now because of some injury or you've had surgery or you have arthritis or all kinds of things can come in. You lose that strength you once had. And because of the miracles of modern medicine, we are living longer, not necessarily better. These advances are a blessing from the Lord, people say. But weakness and pain are almost always present as you get older. Oh, yeah, everybody has. And We now have over, what, 15,000 nursing homes in this country that care for those when we're not able to get out and do the things we once did, such as tending to the flower beds, walking around the yard, playing with the grandkids, and all the other activities. Well, we move inside and start vegging out. We then question what purpose God has for us to sit here in this chair, to lay in a bed, to watch TV endlessly. How in the world can I serve God like this? And it's a problem. So many people see no purpose for life, and then it begins. You have the plum party. Poor little old me. Plum, P-L-O-M. Our Heavenly Father did not create you to feel worthless and have pity in the condition that you're in. Look how valuable we are to God. He gave the life of His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, so that we would be forgiven of our sins and be with Him forever in heaven. How exciting. In return, and this is a very important point, in return today, don't care where you are, don't care what's going on in your world, You need to devote yourself to the Lord in service every second you're alive. We ask, how can he use us when we're unable to do almost everything in life? Listen, beloved, God will give you the power. God will give you the ability to accomplish his sovereign will. He makes no mistakes. Important point. If the Holy Spirit reveals what God wants, he's also going to provide a way for you to do it. And because we're not able to be what we consider an effective part of God's calling, maybe you're not real active in your church, it's a real possibility. And here it is. I've preached many messages like this. The question comes up, why? Why has he allowed this to happen to me? Why did I deserve this? What can I do for him now? I'm laid up. That often crosses our minds. It does yours. You know it does. We should understand that God has a reason for everything that happens. God either caused it to happen, or he allowed it to happen. Everything. And that's a key, no question. If anyone in the history of the world had a valid reason to say, Why me? And go into the pity party, it was God's man, Job. Job was living the good life with wealth as a successful farmer, Herdsman, landowner, he had it all. Hundreds of heads of cattle, thousands of sheep, and also God found him to be faithful and blameless and upright. Get that. He was the greatest man in all of the people in the east. God had blessed him greatly. Satan tried to prove to the Lord that the only reason that Job was really on his side was because of all the things he had We fall into that trap a lot. And the devil wanted to prove Job to be a liar, or so he thought he was going to be able to. He was going to try to show God that what Job really loved was his many possessions, and God then gave Satan, get it, permission to take these things from Job. Oh, he was excited, wringing his hands, smiling ear to ear. He put his plan into action, and in less than one day, everything was lost. When he found out, About all that had been taken from him, Job grieved deeply. In just a matter of hours, a thousand donkeys and oxen, seven thousand sheep, three thousand camels, all ten of his kids. After this happened, Job shaved his head, fell to his knees and worshipped God, and said, Naked I came out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away blessed be the name of the Lord. What a message, Job 121, by the way. Satan never wins. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So important for us to recognize that. God has a plan for you today. You know, I was in a big box store yesterday. I do this often. I can't find certain things. I don't think it's my age. (laughs) I think they deliberately move stuff around on me. Anyway, I usually find an associate, and I ask the big question. Christians should be asking this one. I ask about a certain item. I was looking for a shower curtain, and I said, Ma'am, just point me in the direction. That's what Christians need, to be pointed in the right direction well, we're in church and we're doing a lot of those spiritual things. Don't misunderstand, but are you pointed in the right direction toward Almighty God? It really is a key. Job had her made. Job 121 had the right idea, didn't he? He said, the Lord gave and the Lord's taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Boy, Satan was mad that his plan to take the worldly possessions from Job fell flat. When did get him to turn against God, and it didn't happen. And here's the key. Job didn't become angry with the Lord or didn't have this self-pity program going. He turned to God in worship. Satan then said to the Lord that if he would allow him to strike Job's hand, causing him great pain, then Job would curse God to his face. Well, it happened again. The Lord gave the devil permission to harm Job and his wife, but he could not take their life, Having been granted permission from God, Satan moved, caused great boils to appear on Job's body from head to toe. You ever had one of those? When I was in my teenage years, got them a lot on my neck and other parts. It was awful. Job still worshiped God, despite the boils, all the affliction. Satan again failed to turn him against God, and the Lord was pleased by the steadfast faithfulness of his special servant, Job. Job didn't get angry. Oh, no. He didn't have a plum party, poor little old me. Because of the evil that had been done to him, God blessed him greatly for his faithfulness. To reward this obedience and dedication, God returned to Job what? Twice what had been taken. Isn't that something? Throughout the Bible, God displays his power by using the weaknesses of people, you and me. And one of the greatest and most humble men in the Bible was Moses. God used him to do mighty works, but Moses had a health problem that was a disability for him. He had trouble speaking. But the Lord was sending Moses to deliver an important message to the leaders of Egypt. If Moses couldn't speak well, how in the world is he going to be able to take this message? God had the answer to this problem. Now, Moses may not have been eloquent, but God gave him the help of someone who would speak for him. That was his brother Aaron. God commissioned Moses and Aaron to go to Pharaoh to demand that he release the Israelites from Egypt. One more example of God using someone who was not strong and mighty is seen in how he used the Israelite named Gideon to free his people. Gideon, a farmer who threshed wheat to be baked. God's mission for Gideon was to save Israel from the Midianite warriors. And like Moses, Gideon believed he wasn't equipped to follow the will of God. His family was poor. He was the smallest, maybe the weakest in the family. But the Lord chose Gideon because he honored God. Get it? Gideon didn't believe God could really use him for this great task. He asked for signs from the Almighty as evidence that he was seriously going to use him, and first he placed a woolen fleece on the floor and told the Lord that if there was dew on the fleece only and not on the floor, then he would believe God. He knew God wanted to use him then. After God gave him this sign, he asked that the fleece be left dry and only the ground then be covered with dew. Again, God gave him this sign. And Gideon was now confident, yep, the Lord wants me to save the Israelites from the Midianites. But how could he do that? He was still the weakest and not able to overcome their powerful forces. His confidence was very low, I'm sure, and he was unsure of himself. God had to make him feel more self-confident and assured that he was worthy of this job for the people of God. Gideon had thousands of soldiers in his army, which he would go to battle with the Midianites. God told him, well, you got too many. What? God took Gideon's force down from 32,000. Imagine, that's a bunch of men. Dropped it down to 300, we're done. He did this so Gideon could not boast that victory was achieved by his hand, For a man who was already weaker than the enemy, his confidence was at an all-time low, and God was going to have to give him the confidence he needed to stop worrying and stop feeling sorry for himself, and that night the Lord instructed Gideon to go down to the enemies. At this time, the number of the Midianites was, whoop, 135,000. Oh, this is scary. These guys ready to destroy Gideon and his company of 300 God revealed that when he goes down to these men, he would hear them say something that would make him feel stronger and now really confident. When the men went down, they heard a Midianite tell of a dream he had. In the dream, a loaf of barley bread, the weakest of the breads, tumbled into the Midianite camp and overturned the tent. After the man revealed the dream, another fellow said, This is nothing else. Save the sword of Gideon, a man of Israel. For into his hand, God has delivered Midian and all the host. That's Judges chapter 6, verse 13 and 14. Gideon was amazed when he heard his name mentioned. God had already placed fear of him in the hearts of the enemy. He worshiped his Lord and returned to his people, telling them to arise, for the Lord has delivered the enemy, Midians, right into their hands. God, my friend, now get this. Replace the self pity, replace the fear with a strong sense of courage and faith and value into the heart of Gideon. He divided his men into three companies, gave each of them a trumpet and a pitcher with a lamp in it. He told his men to follow him to the camp of the enemy and do exactly like him, with the trumpets and the pitchers. He told them to surround the enemy, to blow on the horns and say, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon, Judges seven eighteen. They were going to surround the 135,000 enemy forces and sound the attack in the name of the Lord and of Gideon. And when the enemy saw and heard what Gideon and his forces did, they all fled, crying. Isn't that some story? Yep, don't let that disability of, Self-pity gets you, my friend. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thy own understanding, and all thy ways acknowledge him. He'll direct your path. Yes, he will. So, do you think it's true? I mean, the worst disability for a Christian? Self-pity? We question God. Why has he allowed this thing to happen to me? Why did I deserve this? What can I do for God now? And the questions go on and on. We should understand that God, no matter what's happening in your world and mine, has a reason for everything that happens, Romans 8.28. And God either causes things to happen or allows things to happen. So why me is not the question. Let's go back to Gideon one more time. Remember, Gideon pitied himself for the situation he was in. He didn't feel like his life would make a difference in the world. Many times this is the same way people feel now when they're in nursing homes so they're homebound. Maybe you today. Maybe they watch TV all day long. That's it. God saw great potential in this faithful servant Gideon as he does for all of us, as he does you. By his power, what seemed impossible would be accomplished according to God. Gideon and his band of 300 men would send an army of 135,000 Midianites running with their tails between their legs. Through the influence of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, Gideon no longer felt self-pity. He overcame it. When everything seems to be against us, we wonder what purpose could God have for this thing? Here's an incredible story. It was 1982. The Vucevic family welcomed a baby boy named Nicholas into the world. And there was one thing different about their baby, Nick. He was born without arms or legs. Nick's mother even refused to hold him when the nurses brought him to her. We ask why God would create a child with such disabilities. I mean, no legs, no arms. In his teenage years and early adulthood, he also struggled with depression and loneliness. Although his physical life had many challenges, his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ was very strong. Nick became a motivational speaker. Yes, he did. He's given speeches around the world. At the age of 19, he began speaking engagements in front of many people. When he was 21, he graduated from Griffith University with a Bachelor of Commerce degree and a double major in accounting and financial planning. Even though no arms, no legs, He's accomplished so much in his life. Nick is an author, a musician, a motivational speaker, an actor. He enjoys, what? Fishing, swimming, painting. Nick is more disabled than most of us will ever be, ever be. But he sought God's calling for his life, and through his inspirational speeches, he has led many to Jesus Christ. You know, when we're disabled, like this brother in Christ, we have the potential of our story inspiring others who face real difficult circumstances. Today, we have technology that evolves and becomes greater every day. We can pick up a phone, talk to someone we love deeply. We can tell a joke that can turn a frown upside down. We can start a ministry that reaches the world over the World Wide Web. What's going on in your world today? What's your real disability today? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Satan's job, and he uses people. We already talked about in today's program, to keep you down, to keep you from serving the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me give you a message, my friend, a very important message. The Lord Jesus Christ has a mission for you today, regardless of the condition you are in. Think about that. And the possibilities are really endless. How far can your mind go? Proverbs 23:7. as a man thinketh in his heart, a woman, a child, that's what that person is. You can do it today. All kinds of opportunities. We don't have any problems. We have opportunities. If it's the will of God, the weakest, the most disabled servant of the Lord Jesus Christ can defeat an alleged unbeatable enemy. Satan and his demons think they are. You can move mountains today for the Lord Jesus Christ, my friend. God will help you fulfill that mission, complete the story of your life. We must do this, though. We must ask the Holy Spirit to be our guide and to follow every instruction he gives us. Let me remind you again, with everything going on, God is in control. He either does it or allows it. And your heavenly Father did not create you to feel worthless and to have a pity condition. Oh, no. How valuable you are to Him. You're alive today. He gave the life of His only begotten Son so that you would be forgiven of your sins and be with Him for all eternity. Have you done that yet? Have you accepted Jesus Christ as Savior? Have you asked Him to forgive you of for sins, accept Jesus as Savior, and get on with life? In return, you know what we get? We ought to devote ourselves to the Lord Jesus Christ in every second of our lives. We need to give ourselves to him. And again, we can ask, how can he use me when we're unable to do almost everything in life? Seems that way sometimes, doesn't it? My friend, it's biblical. God's going to give you the power. God's going to give you the ability to accomplish his sovereign will wherever you are. If the Holy Spirit reveals what God wants— he will also provide a way for you to do that thing. And because we're not able to be what we consider effective part of God's army, the question comes up so many times, why? Why did I get in this situation? Why did this happen? Oh, yeah, God has a reason for everything happening in the world today. God loves you so much. Let's get on with it. Keep your eyes on Jesus Christ, focus on Him, glance an occasion at the enemy, including what's happening in America today, and realize God's got your back. This is a great way to serve
0: the Lord Jesus Christ. We are excited to officially announce and debut Greg Patton's new book, Living in Today's World. Living in today's world offers up stories that will hug your heart and encourage your soul. Greg shares timeless tales filled with compassion and love that are guaranteed to minister to you and your family. You'll find yourself sharing these uplifting stories and conversations and letting the wisdom of these tales inspire your thinking. Living in today's world will encourage your soul and draw you closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. This brand new book is hot off the presses and is ready to ship in time for Christmas. Get copies for everyone in the family, at work, and for those at church. Living in Today's World by Greg Patton is available today for a gift of $15 or more when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order this brand new resource online swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Now, here's Larry Stam, author of the brand new book Jewish Roots of Christianity, with today's Messianic Minute.
2: Shalom, friends. Larry Stam here with the Messianic Minute. Biblical Connections Through a Jewish Lens Biblically, sacrifice is anything consecrated and offered to God. Under the Old Covenant, God accepted the sacrifices of animals, which provided a temporary covering of sins. Those sacrifices foreshadowed the perfect and complete sacrifice of Jesus, which cleanses the believer of all sins. As Hebrews 10 verse 11 states, Christ offered Himself for all time a single sacrifice for sins. In Romans 12, 1, the Apostle Paul instructs our response to this mighty work of our Lord, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. May we as God's people do just that. For more connections, visit our website at larrystam.org or see our Larry Stam Ministries Facebook page. A couple of
0: outstanding ways to stay connected with us include our e-newsletter and our app. You can download our Southwest Radio Ministry app on your smartphone or tablet. With the app, you can listen to the daily program and read the latest articles by our Bible teachers. Download the SWRC app today. Just search SWRC and download the app on your Android or Apple device. And our e-newsletter is quickly becoming something that people look forward to receiving in their inbox each week. The e-newsletter is free and has encouraging videos from Pastor Larry, timely articles, the latest resources, and a sneak peek at the upcoming programs that are right here on Watchman on the Wall. So sign up today at SWRC.com or call 1-800-652-1144. Tomorrow, our host, Pastor Larry Spargemino will be discussing his brand new book, Needless Death, COVID Corruption Control. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station or by subscribing to our daily podcast. Watchmen on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners just like you. Please visit swrc.com. That's swrc dot com.